Hello, everyone, and welcome to the L2 Sports Super Bowl Special. I am your host, Lucas Cartelli, and with me, as always, Mr. Luca Moya. How pumped are you for this weekend, Luca? Fired up. I am fired up, okay? I can sit back and I can enjoy this game. I'm just going to sit back. No hate, okay? No rooting for one player. I'm going to sit back. And hopefully I'm shivering by the end of the night because you know what that means if I am. <laughs> Joe so, Burr, Burr. Joe Burr, Joe Shiesty, Joe Shiver Me Timbers, okay? <laughs> this is it. Clearly we know who I'm going for now after this intro, mm-hmm. but it's not to the point where I'm going to be going absolutely insane, if that yeah, makes okay. sense. I just want to enjoy a good game. I think we're going to get that. Uh, it's going to be a good weekend. It is going to be a fun weekend. And it's going to be fun because these are two teams where we don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Two teams off the board that maybe a lot of people didn't have in the Super Bowl. L.A. Rams, Cincinnati Bengals, Super Bowl 56 from SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles. Let's get into some of the storylines, Luca. The quarterbacks, since you brought it up. Joe Burrow, Matthew Stafford, two number one overall picks in their respective drafts. Burrow, he's 25 years old. He's looking to join the likes of Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Ben Roethlisberger as the youngest to ever raise that Lombardi trophy. Matthew Stafford really hasn't had much luck in the playoffs. He spent 12 years with the Lions. He's 0-3 in the playoffs before, before this season. So he's coming into the Super Bowl with no experience as well. Who do you give the edge to behind center? Well, behind center, hmm. Well, I think this is this has nothing to do with who I think is a better quarterback. Mm-hmm. I think the edge has to be Matthew Stafford, just because that Bengals old line against this Rams front is just when you look at it pregame, you're like, okay, this is just this is gonna be brutal for Joe. It's gonna be bad. Nine sacks he took against Tennessee. This might be the best front in football. I get it. They only gave up one sack last week, but bro, still have to scramble and make plays. Aaron Donald's a different beast. Okay, this is a different, different defense that they're going to have to be playing. So the edge I would give to Matt Stafford because I don't think he's going to be under as much pressure, even though Hendrickson and Sam Hubbard have been sensational. Okay, I just think that that front, the, that D-line versus that O-line, okay, is just worse than whatever Stafford has to go through because his O-line is, is better. And his defensive line is better. Mm-hmm. So that's that, that's kind of where I'm leaning with it a little bit. I think he's going to have an easier day, I should say, when it comes to you know protection, having time to throw the football. Yeah. But there's something about Burr, man. He just makes some plays. He's going to make plays. He's going to get up. I think mentally, seeing him getting sacked nine times and just keep getting up against the Chiefs, they go down and he just kept getting up saying, listen, we're going to score here. We're going to go for two. We're going to get the two point. We're going to get back into this game. And that's what they did. Can never count the guy out. Never, ever. Can count the guy. And who knows? This offensive line can just shut them down. I'd be stunned. <laughs> okay. I'd be absolutely stunned. They can just shut them down for the whole game. Aaron Donald has a, a subpar less performance by his standards. And Burrow and the Bengals ride into the sunset without a scratch. Mm-hmm. Probably is not going to happen. Never know in games like this. But I think Stafford has a little bit of an edge just because of the protection he's going to be getting. See, I'll give Stafford the edge, but I like, I still like Joe Burrow. Like, I don't think it's that far off. 
no, it's between not. Joe Burrow and, and Matthew Stafford because you, you alluded to it that Joe Burrow gets sacked nine times against the Titans. Like, he's getting killed back there, and he's still standing in there like nothing's happening. He's still making plays. He's still throwing for 300 yards. He's not right? flinching either. He's not he flinching. Flinch. He's taking these hits, and he's taking them all season. And that's coming from a guy who just tore his ACL and MCL last season because of that same problem in the offensive line. So that's what I like about Joe Burrow, that this guy, no matter how big the moment gets, no matter how many times he's getting crushed behind center, this guy's staying in there and he's making plays. And that's, I guess, going to build off towards his team saying, this guy's battling. This guy's battling. I need to battle to get open so I can help out my quarterback and let's make some plays for our team. Matthew Stafford, I'm a little iffy on because, again, this is his first time in a Super Bowl. There's a lot of, I guess, I would put more pressure on Matthew Stafford because this guy's been in the league for 12 seasons. He's had big moments. He's had comebacks in games before. They traded a first-round pick for him and Jared Goff to bring him here for this particular reason. He's got the, the defense. He's got the weapons. He's got the coach. You could even say, we'll get into all that. It's all up to him to get it done. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow is a 25-year-old quarterback, second year in the league. This guy has no pressure. Matthew Stafford, this is his time. I get this is his window right now to win a Super Bowl. You don't know at his age if he's ever going to get back. You could still say that for Joe Burrow, but the trend that Joe Burrow's on, we might see him in this game a couple more times down the road. So for me, I like Joe Burrow just because of the calm, cool, collected nature of him. And Matthew Stafford, he was a little iffy in the throws in that in that game against San Francisco, making just dumb throws downfield when you really didn't have to. And because the game was still like, it was so close and you, he was just being really nonchalant and a little dangerous. So I'm going to give the edge to, to Matthew Stafford, but I don't think it's that close uh, with him and Joe Burrow. I think they're neck and neck. I'm going to say that they're neck and neck. The whole pressure debate between two quarterbacks is so tough because you can get there once and just not get there ever again. Like, Aaron Rodgers won a Super Bowl. He's never been back. Right? Like he has not been back to the Super Bowl. Burrow can go here on Sunday, lose. You st- now we go into a whole new year. You got to go through Mahomes. And like we talked about, Lamar, okay, Herbert, Josh Allen, Mac Jones. <laughs> 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 okay no i'm just, like i'm just saying like there's so many young quarterbacks yeah you laugh over there man you see him in the pro bowl yeah, yeah, the, yeah. mick gritty is what i'm gonna be calling him now oh mick gritty goodness. stick the to the super bowl here stick to the super bowl here what what a this guy wow what what a scramble anyways um yeah but that's what i'm saying like i feel like the pressure is on both qbs because it's the narrative is either going to be like this okay 25 years old, already with a quarter, already with a Super Bowl, took down, you know, good teams to get there. Matthew Stafford, 33 years old, finally gets his ring. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer if he wins this game. Let's just, that's probably what's going to be thrown out there. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the pressure is monumental for both, both QBs, both teams, because there's no guarantee unless you, unless you're freaking Tom Brady, that you're going to get there again. There's no guarantees, especially in the AFC that's getting tougher. Matthew Stafford getting older. It's tough, man. It's a tough game. I just hope both QBs play a good game and they don't lose it for their yeah, team. For their that team. makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, hope they just ball out and it might hurt a bit more, 
than actually just completely shitting the bed and losing the game. Mm-hmm. But if you just play lights out, tip your cap, you shake that guy's hand, and, and you just get ready for next season. Because what are you going to do at that point if he just outplays you? It, it will be – that's what I would like to see. Like a, a game like um the, the Bills and the Chiefs, like where two quarterbacks just are slinging it here and there. Of course, everybody would love to see that, but – I totally agree with you. You don't want to see Stafford or Burrow like lose it for their game with a crucial interception uh, down the field. Coaches, two coaches. We got Zach Taylor for the Bengals. We got Sean McVay, 36 years old for the Rams. Who do you give the edge to in the coaching matchup here? Personally, I'd give it to Zach Taylor. Wow. I know. I know. Wow. I know. I did I know. not expect that from you. I know you didn't. And I'll tell you why. Okay. Sean McVay's time management is, the, I'm going to say again, is the worst in the National Football League. It is, Lucas, honestly, when do you remember a Rams game? You probably watched quite a bit of Rams games because they're in your division. Mm-hmm. Okay. When's the last time do you remember? Okay. He's had all three of his timeouts <laughs> with five minutes left in the fourth quarter. If it gets to that point where this game is close and the Bengals have the ball and they need to stop the clock, I guarantee you, I'm guaranteeing you, watch the game on Sunday, that Rams team will not have all three of their timeouts come the fourth quarter or come late in the game when they need it. They won't have all three. They won't be able to stop the clock three times in a row. I'm telling you now, they won't. And that is why I'm going with Zach Taylor. From what I've seen, I've seen McVay do stupid coaches challenges on fourth down he becomes dumb i mean he's a great offensive mind he's phenomenal but sometimes he gets just a little too cute and he just blows timeouts like it's just like i'm like what are you doing like you're gonna need those time in the first half okay fine first half in the second half those timeouts are monumental especially in a game like this when you need to stop the clock it's a 40 second difference 40 you know what you can do in 40 seconds you can drive the whole field in 40 seconds you're not going to have a timeout to stop the clock. They're going to run it out on you. Yeah. And we've seen the Bengals. They can run out the clock. If it gets into that situation, Lucas, where the Bengals have to run out the clock, I guarantee you they were not going to have all three of their timeouts. You watch. Watch the game on Sunday and watch how many dumb – you just see it. I can just see it right now. I'm gonna tag, every time Sean McVay gets a, makes a timeout, I'm going to be like, was that good or was that yeah. stupid? But, like, even if it isn't good, even if it's not okay, you're going to need all, all the time. Yeah, you, especially, especially in a game like a Super Bowl, you, you need those timeouts when it comes down to the second now, half. I'm oh, still giving it to Sean McVay. Well, okay, that's fine. I mean, that, I'm going to give it to Sean McVay. For, I'm going to give him the experience. That's going to be my my selling point he on Sean been McVay. There before. He has yeah. been there before just a couple years ago and got absolutely embarrassed by Bill Belichick. Yeah. That 10 to three game where we had to do a project for CSM 13 and to three. 13 to three, respect. 13 to three. Thank you. And we had to do a project to make a Super Bowl montage. And we only got 16 points and most of them were field goals. He got embarrassed by Bill Belichick. And now that he's back and you just said, you just, we both just said it in the previous uh, about the quarterbacks. You don't know when you're going to get back here again. You don't. You, this is his second time in just a number of years. He does not want to screw this up. He has the team, he's got the quarterback, he's got the weapons that his offensive mind can use and make a huge difference in this game. Donald on the defense, Jalen Ramsey on the defense. This guy's got the team. 
You know, he had no. There's no excuses. He has the team. He has the it. team. So that's why I think Sean McVay. You, you make fun of him during the season that he's his time management sucks. It sucks. It sucks. Maybe he evolves as a coach throughout the Super Bowl, Luca. Hope so. It's his so. second time. He saw Bill Belichick. He saw what Bill Belichick did to him. And there also is the storyline that Zach Taylor is a former protege of Sean McVay, yes, former offensive assistant for the Rams before he got the job with the Bengals. So. You don't know what Zach Taylor may have up his sleeve, but Sean McVay chose this guy. He knows that was his student. He knew this guy. He was his assistant. So it's going to be a great coaching matchup uh, between two young coaches. I think Zach Taylor's like 38 years old. He's, he's young. Like, no, they're both yeah, young. They're I both think it's young. the youngest. So maybe, so, uh, so think of this. So, yeah, age. I think it's the youngest one. Yeah. But think yeah. of this. Both young court, young coaches, maybe they go mistake for mistake. Like, who makes oh. the first mistake and well, who capitalizes on it first? Yeah, no, I, I see what you're saying. It's just I just don't – I don't trust his time management at all. Like, sometimes he runs when he's not supposed to run, pass when he's not supposed to – and I'm not a head coach. Okay, I'm not a head coach. <laughs> I'm just going to put that out there. I'm not saying I'm smarter than Sean McVay, okay? I'm not saying that. But sometimes well, – From your couch my, in the basement. From my couch in the basement, from that TV I have right behind me over here. Sometimes when I'm watching him, I'm like, what are you doing? Like the challenges. Do you remember the challenges he made last, against the game against San Francisco? We mm-hmm. all knew he wasn't going to win those. But he's like, yeah, let's just throw the challenge for like, see what happens. What do you mean see what happens? Don't you know you lose a timeout for that? You lose a challenge? I just, I, I just I don't pray, think he's going to be that, that risky no, in a game like this. I, maybe not, but I, I, just, I, I pray to God for the Rams fans and their health that they have all three timeouts at the end of the game and they don't lose. If it, Okay. Listen, if they lose a timeout here or there, because it's a crucial, you know, it's a fourth down, the play clock's going to run out. They have to call a timeout or, you know, they don't like the play call or something like that, mm-hmm. or a guy gets hurt. That's a bit different, but you know, wait, calling a timeout because, or losing a timeout because of a coach's challenge or just, you know, calling a timeout when it's like, third down in the third quarter and you're calling a timeout. Like, like you don't got to use a timeout there. Just, just eat the penalty, eat the yards, and keep it going because you're going to need that later. Like, my opinion. Yeah. That's what I would do. But, mm-hmm. again, I'm not coaching in this game, and I never will be. You wish you were. Well, Madden 22 franchise, I always am. Oh, another video game reference. I always – listen, I always make the right calls in that game. Always. <laughs> I always have all three of my timeouts. Because it's on easy. Uh, yes. That's why. So, it's always it always happens for him. Home sweet home for the Rams. It's the second straight year a team is playing in their home stadium, but the Bengals are classified as the home team. Um, yeah. Is this going to be a big factor in the game? Like, do you see, like, especially in Los Angeles, and we know, like, I guess it's like a running joke, like, are there Los Angeles Rams fans, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. The tickets are $10,000 a pop. <laughs> so... Like, do you see a 50-50 split? Is it going to be Rams? Like, is it going to make a big difference uh, coming to this game? There's no true football fans in LA. Come on. Let's be real. Let's let's not sugarcoat it. There's no true fans. Okay, there, there might be a bit. It's not a football town is what I should say. Okay? It's not a city where it bleeds the gridiron. It's just not that. Yes, it's a home playoff game. Yes, there's probably going to be more Rams fans than Bengals fans. I tell you right now, though, it's not going to be 80-20, 90-10. It's going to be like, what, 60-40, if that maybe, 
You think it's gonna be 60 yeah. 40? Oh, come on. The Bengals fans they're are gonna, gonna roadie down from dude. Ohio to get down to Los they're, Angeles. They're gonna get rowdy to watch. They're gonna get rowdy, dude. And they're lucky it's not KC. If it's KC, it's probably 55 KC. <laughs> so the Bengals have been waiting for this, man. You look at that franchise, you look at that fan base, they've been craving success. Like they've been they, they were teased, okay, with Andy Dalton and Marvin Lewis having great records, not winning a playoff game. Then they have this young stud come in, and in his first playoff, I guess, resume, you can say he's all the way to the Super Bowl, and he takes down the guy who everybody thinks is going to be the next future of the face of the league, which he is mm-hmm. in Patrick Mahomes. And he did so in the way that he did so at Arrowhead. So they've been craving this. They have it. They have the future in their hands. You're telling me you don't think they're going to travel to L.A. of all cities? They're going to get rowdy in L.A., man. I'm just saying, think of that. that ex- like, you got to go. Travel from Ohio to LA. So you probably got to take it. a plane. You got to buy a hotel. You got to, like, you're going to go to the tailgate. You're going to buy the booze. You're going to buy the food. And then you're paying 10 grand to get into the SoFi Stadium to watch the Super Bowl. Okay, you're going to be buying you beers. Question. You're going to be buying drinks, food there. It, that's an expensive trip for the Bengals fans. Let me ask you a question. I'm going to ask, ask me a question. Game seven, LA Kings at home versus the Leafs. You're telling me. Leaf fans aren't going to travel there. Come on, dude. I'm just saying there's probably already Leaf fans there. That's what I'm saying. There's probably more Leaf fans there than the LA fans. Yeah. But, you know, but in LA, everyone's rich. So they're just going to, I shouldn't say that. But you know what I mean? All the Mm -hmm. stars are going to come out, Mm -hmm. right? All the stars are going to come out of SoFi. You're going to see some actors that you've never seen before go to whatever a football game. You're going to see them have the best seats in the house. But you're going to have the true Bengals fans there. I pro- it's going to be loud in there. It's not it's going to be blue and right orange. Now, sea of blue and no, orange. No, it's not going to be like that. But I'll tell you right now, it's not going to be quiet when the Rams are on offense, though. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, there's going to be some. There's going to be some noise. Okay. Watch. Well, watch us watch the game. There's going to be a hint of orange in the crowd. Yeah. Right? I just feel like okay. Well, <laughs> so much for that spiel. We touched on this a little bit, but the offense versus the defense of both teams. Yes. Cooper Cup had an MVP caliber season. For the Rams, 145 catches, over nine, uh, 900, uh, 1,900 yards in the regular season. He added 386 yards, four TDs this playoffs. Got Jamar Chase for the Bengals, 101 catches for uh, 1,700 yards uh, this season in his rookie season. Is that, got, oh, is that including postseason, these stats that you're reading? I read – I think this is just his rookie season for Jamar, just the, the 17 games. the Cooper Cup with the The Cooper Cup was the, was the 2,000 yards was during the season, and then the 386 four TDs is in the playoffs. Oh, yeah, I think he was, he was like 19 – like 1947. 19 yeah, 1947. Okay, so, okay. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr., Cam, Cam Akers for the Rams. You got Joe Mixon, who played a huge role in that game against Kansas City. T. Higgins you can throw in there as well. But then for the Bengals – or for the defense of the Rams, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, probably going to be the pass rush of Donald and locking up Jamar Chase, the top receiver for the Bengals in, in Ramsey. He's been, he's been talking crap pretty much all. all, all. Did you expect anything less? No, I did not. So do you see Joe Burrow standing tall or the Rams offense and defense is just too much to handle? I don't think it'll be another 13 to three game. Like we We hope not. Well, we For the CSM not. students. <laughs> to be honest, it was, a, it was an easy pack. Like, everybody knew that the touchdown had to be in there and the field goals. 
Yeah, I know, but you still wanted to have like an an exciting. I thing enjoyed like, it. Oh, a field goal! Yeah, that's exciting. I'll be honest, I enjoyed it quite a lot because I got to rewatch the game a hundred times because we were in those edits times. forever. But if the I tell you right now, the Pats lost, I would just take the F. Yeah, it's like, just yeah. Wessel, I'm not even doing it. Yeah. Um. Going back to your question, though, I think Jalen Ramsey person. I think he's going to be on T Higgins. Really? Because yeah, because he's a bigger body. He's going to go into Higgins, try to lock him out, and then they're going to double Jalen Ramsey. That's I think what they were going to do. Unless Jamar Chase starts going absolutely crazy, they're, they're going to double Jalen Ramsey. No, they're going to double Jamar Chase. Yeah, and put Ramsey one on one with Higgins. Mm-hmm. That's what I think the adjustment or the the I guess the plan would be defensively for the Rams. Unless Chase starts absolutely destroying everybody then you might have to slide Ramsey over because the Bengals have some weapons. I don't know if their tight end will be playing this game. I don't know if Higby will be playing. So both of the tight ends are questionable right now. I think Burrow can – I think he, I think he'll have a, a, a good day. Not going to say he's going to have an amazing day. I was going to say decent, but I could see him throwing for two touchdowns, you know, 280 yards, something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, I, I, I'll tell you something, though. I can definitely see him hitting the ground, whether it's sacked or whether it's hit at least five times. Yeah, I think I think the over on that's got to be more than five oh. sacks on Joe Burrow just with that defensive line. But we, the, Ram, the, the Bengals' defense has played great this, this postseason. Amazing. Titans game. They locked up the Chiefs in the second half, which gave, pretty much helped the Bengals come back and win. They shut down Patrick Mahomes in that high-powered offense. Yeah, they don't have the biggest names, but they're doing it as a committee. So, again, I said it in our first segment. I think Joe Burrow stands tall here. I really do think he stands tall. Like, nothing phases this guy. Whether Aaron Donald is taking his head off every single play, if he can stave off injury, he's going to well, be looking for, yeah. for, for, for his open receivers every I single time. Don't even time. put that into the atmosphere. Knock on wood if you're listening to this. I, I really hope no one gets hurt in this game. Mm-hmm. That's just gonna turn the whole. I game just want. Up. I just want to see a nice, clean game. I want to see these two quarterbacks do their thing because this is gonna be. Uh, no one knows what's gonna happen here. Anything could happen because you have the young guy versus the old guy, coach versus coach. All these different things can happen. So, let's get into some prop bets. One of okay. my favorite parts of the show. Prop bets. We have, the national anthem, over or under. Oh my goodness. 95 seconds is the prop. That's lower than usual. So I looked, I looked it up and they had, it's like the covers.com. If anybody wants to know, um, they gave like a little bit of a, like an explanation sportsbooks post the over under. It said that she, I was reading actually that her, she did like a, on Memorial day, she sang the national anthem and it was a minute 25. That's a tease. She's ah, I feel like when it comes to the national anthem, dude, singers try to use those vocal cords and they try to hit the notes. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna go over. It's usually You're going over. over. I'm gonna go over. That's the minus, eh? Everybody has it as the over minus 147. Yeah, because it's usually it's about like I think last year was like I think two years. I remember I, I time it usually. You time one it, year, eh? one year was like two eleven. And one year was like 151 or something. Like you're, it, it, you're it going with the over. I'm going with the over. Okay. Are I'll you placing with... bets this weekend, by the way? Yeah, I, I will be placing bets. You want to yes. do the prop bets? Like, you want to do them? 
I, I actually put some money down. Come on. I am putting money. I'm putting a lot. Well, not a lot. I'm putting at least 50 on it. On, on the game. I don't know. I think I might do. I usually go 50. Mm-hmm. And I usually go props. Like I'm not going to go wins. Yeah, like touchdowns. These are just the, the the funny the funny touch the funny prop yeah, bets. Funny but like, no, we're not talking about like touchdowns. We always do yards. this though every year. So yeah. let's do this. Um, over uh the heads or tails. Heads. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's not a question. Both, I'm both always heads. going heads. And this is the one that sparks the most debate. I never get this one show. right. This I never get this one the right. most debate. Or actually, there's one more before we end it off. Okay. The halftime show. Snoop okay. Dogg, Dr. Dre, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. Who performs oh, okay. first? The line is more than one is plus 190. Snoop Dogg plus 300. Dr. Dre plus 350. Eminem plus 400. Mary J. Blige plus 550. Kendrick Lamar plus 550. I think Who performs first? I think Kendrick Wow, starts. you're taking in the longest odds, eh? Because I think Eminem comes out, starts rapping like non-stop doesn't even mm-hmm. take a breath snoop comes out i don't know man i feel like kendrick eminem and snoop deserve to like come out and everybody's like oh there they are you know what i mean like they i feel like starting the show is good don't get me wrong you need a, a strong starter but like everybody's just gonna be wanting the big boys or the big guns like whether you're a girl or a guy like you know what i mean like if it's me and you right mm-hmm. clearly you're gonna start because everybody wants to see me come out so yeah. I'm going to come out second. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure, yeah, everybody wants – I'll, I'll, I'll warm them up for you, Lou. I, I got Thank you. you. I'm going to say – because this is what I think. This is what I think. I think they're all going to start on, like, different ends of, like, a stage and then finally meet in the middle. But who starts singing first? That is the question. I'm gonna I say know. I wouldn't even touch this prop with a ten foot pole. No, dude. I'm, I'm not. not Don't even put this. money on this. This is too hard. But I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Mary J. Blige. Ladies first. She starts it off like big, and then I can see boom, that. But listen, boom, I can see boom, that too. The boys come in and they follow her up. She starts yeah. it off. That's Mary J. One. Blige for me plus five fifty, and here wow. we go. Okay, here we go. I already know the colors. I'm going. I already know. All righty. Color of the Gatorade poured on the winning head coach. Listen okay. to these lines. These are these like these are actually lines. If you're raw, put a hundred on one of them. All right, you ready? Yeah. Orange plus two hundred. Blue okay. plus three hundred. Green, yeah. yellow slash lime plus four fifty. Clear plus four fifty. Red or pink plus eight hundred. Purple, indigo, violet plus one thousand. Luca, what is your color this year? Okay, so listen. After hearing those odds, okay, I'm going Rams win, it's blue. Bengals win, it's orange. Just because that those are their colors. Yeah, yes. those are the colors. And notice how those are the two lowest odds. Notice that. And I just, if I was, listen, if I was the guy who fills the Gatorade tank, I would screw with the world. Everybody thinking yeah, it's going to be orange. Oh, I would do clear. Or I the purple. White. I picked white one year. Didn't yeah, happen. you picked white. Didn't happen. I'm going to go with orange or blue. I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to go boring. But this is the year I'm gonna get it right, dude. I'm. I, what, what am I like? Oh for four. No, oh, for we both haven't guessed it right. No one has guessed it. This. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go red. 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 I'm going red straight through both teams. Both teams. Okay. See. I see. I can't cop out. Can I? For both teams. I'm going red. I'm going orange. 
orange. <laughs> okay. Screw it. It's He's going orange. Now. Fuck, it's going to be blue. It's going to be blue. Okay, I'm you going see, red. You see what the Gatorade does to you, man? It yeah. makes you overthink. This is the hardest one. This is the hardest is hard. one to guess. It's so hard, yeah. So I'm going orange. Luca's going red. And no, we're going to... You're going red. Thank you for the correction. You're welcome. Let's wrap up the show. Who wins? What's the score? And who is the MVP? Okay. It's determined that I want the Bengals to win. So do I do it to the people and take the biased pick or do I take the smart pick? I'm going to go first. Okay. Bengals win. Okay. Damn it. Bengals win 27-24. And Joe Burrow takes home the MVP. But the Rams lead after the first half. That's a prop too, probably, honestly. Mm-hmm. That is a prop. They have prop Lambs Reeve heading into halftime. Bengals end up 27-24. Joe okay. Burrow MVP. <sighs> Screw it. Bengals win. I have to do it. I have to. I just have to do it. Because I want I want to shiver after the game. Mm-hmm. I'm going Bengals to win. 29 to 24. Wow. Scratch that. Don't think they're scoring 29 <laughs> points on this team. Just realize what I just said. That is not going to happen. I'm going to go. You took my score. That's actually crazy. I was going to say the exact same score. No, I've, I've been thinking about this score because I saw it on a couple of uh, Instagram posts and a like, couple people have said it. And I'm like, I, I like that score. <sighs> Damn it. It just seems like a good in-between score. It like does. 27-24. I'm going 26. <laughs> 23. <laughs> sure. 26. 26-24. That's right. my score. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Super Bowl special. What's this, our third one? Third Super Bowl special? It is. And, oh, by the way, do we have the correct – I think I – do you, we have the correct winners? Did you pick the Chiefs last year? Oh, I, I think you, yeah you, no yeah. I picked the Bucks I went with the Bucks okay the year before that no I picked the Chiefs I picked the Chiefs and the year before I picked San Fran so I'm okay 0 for two. so so you're over two I'm one and one because I yeah. picked San Fran as well and I picked the Bucks so this so no one can gain on anyone here this no year. this is I could tie it up here but I'll we'll say it now in the pod you get an extra point if you get the Gatorade color okay because it is brutal to get that one right. If you get oh. that one right, dude, and you play a lottery ticket, because that is so I'm hard. I'm going straight to the convenience store. If, if red gets thrown on on Zach Taylor, oh my gosh, it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be nuts. Super Bowl special number three: Bengals Rams this Sunday, six thirty. It starts. You can listen to the L2 Sports podcast on Radio Public, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Luca has something to say. We didn't even MVP quickly. You I said Joe Burrow. Burrow. Oh, did you? I didn't. So I'm gonna. I'll, I'll go with. Uh, I'll go easy. I'll go McPherson, the kicker. Go on. McPherson. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> he kicks all 26 points. All 26. <laughs> oh yeah, all day. <laughs> hey, I don't know why you're laughing. Oh that guy's my goodness. There He's it is. like, don't worry, boys. Don't score any points. I got this. And he comes out. This. L2 Sports Podcast, once again, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. We're going to have a reaction uh, video after with, hopefully, Thomas Pokernick. He couldn't make it on this show because he had some technical difficulties at home. Yes, he did. And, and uh, couldn't make it on for this for this show. So we're going to have a Super Bowl reaction video because we want to get him on. Uh, follow Luca at Luca.Moya12. 
and me as Lucas Fratelli, 23. And yeah, good luck to on, on all your bets. Have a great Super Bowl and safe Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, for Luca, I'm Lucas, and we'll see you guys next week.